Hey, what is up, y'all? My name is Chris Creed. Let's have some fun. (laughs) Hey, listen, this podcast is going to change everything for you. This show is for online entrepreneurs who want to grow and scale their income and impact. It's where I give you strategies and tactics from the best marketers and business owners in the world to help you stay visible and relevant and impactful. Because you are a change maker. You help people with your courses, your trainings, your books, your live events, and you continue to show up and do the work. So whether you're just getting started or you've been in the game for years, I made this podcast to help you on your journey. Welcome to the StoryWell Marketing Podcast. All right, let's do this. Hey, what's up, y'all? I'm so glad that you're here again with me today. Uh, Today um, is another epic episode. (laughs) Josh Forty, um, if you don't know Josh Forty, Josh Forty is the host of the Think Different Theory podcast. Um, He's just, he's done a lot of stuff. He's been really, like I said, been really visible and made a huge shift in in the kind of things he's talking about. Um, and, and he's really big on what he calls audience hacking. And he's going to tell you a little bit more about what that looks like. But we get into some crazy stuff. Uh, Josh t- tells us early on about a big failure that he had when he launched his first webinar and what that cost him and how he regained it. Um, and both mo- monetarily and emotionally and like all the stuff, right? So, and then, um, and then we, we, we talk about uh, becoming the attractive character in your business and what that looks like and how to really just how to be yourself and have a message and have beliefs and, and what it looks like to put that out there. Um, and, uh, you know, just, just so, so good. And like towards the end, he, he starts to talk about, um, you know, what it's like to believe in your product and if you believe in it, you will have no problem selling it. It's so good. So I'm excited for you to get to that. Um, and then he has something really cool to, 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 uh, to announce to you guys towards the end. So I would stick around to the end for all of that. Um, if you haven't already, be sure to go to soldoutsecrets.com forward slash podcast to get the secret interviews. I took out quite a bit of something that Josh said because it was it was so um, solid and it fit in the, the realm of like, hey, what do you do to make your business, take your business from surviving to thriving? I didn't ask Josh that question, but we got to it anyway. <laughs> so I have that whole section of it waiting in this members area for you for free. Uh, all you got to do is go to soldoutsecrets.com forward slash podcast and sign up there and you'll get instant access to that. To, to this one and to all the ones that we've done before. And if I want to continue doing this, all the ones that we do after this. All right. So be sure to go there. I'm really excited to bring this interview to you today. So without further ado, here's my interview with Josh Forty. We have the incredible honor of chatting with the one and only Josh Forty. Josh is the host of the Think Different Theory podcast, which is a show that challenges the listeners to learn to ask the right questions and challenge their own paradigms. And if you've ever had the opportunity to meet Josh or like been in the same room, like you know immediately how much of a giving person he is. Dude, we were at, we were at Offermind together and um, at Steve's event last fall. And then we finally got to meet at FHL. We didn't get to meet at Offermind because you were just chatting with so many people. And like every every time I would see you in, in the lobby at either of those events, you were chatting with people and just sharing like you could tell that you were in a meaningful conversation. You're such a, a genuine giving person, man. I'm stoked to have you on here today. So welcome to the show, man. 
Hey, man, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. I am uh, looking forward to it. It's going to be exciting. Yeah, man. Um, so let's let's just start off here and, and you take like three to five minutes and give us a little bit more of your story, dude. Oh, man. Um, well, I... I'm Josh Forty. Um, I I help now. Uh, what we do at Think Different Theory is we help entrepreneurs with a message go and build wildly profitable, engaged audiences, um, and and that's done typically through a Facebook group, through a podcast uh, launch. But really, I mean, that's just the vehicle. It really works for anything that you want to launch: Facebook group, YouTube channel, podcast, like you name it. Um, but that's our specialty. I've grown and managed over six million followers on social media, all organically. I. I I don't even know what a paid ad, ad is. We started running paid ads the other day, uh, I don't know, a couple months ago for our for the podcast, not for any offers. And I was like, so you mean I spend money and it places something up there? Yeah, I'll stick to organic. But I'm still figuring out the whole pay, paid world uh, side of things. Um, but yeah, so I do organic audiences. Like I said, we've had some awesome launches. We've had clients from ClickFunnels has been a client, Dave Woodward, Julie Stoyan, Steve Larson, um, Cashflow Tactics. We just wrapped up a six-figure launch with them. Um, so a lot, a lot of big names in the ClickFunnels world that we've worked with um, there. But you know, I got into internet marketing, kind of social media marketing like four years ago. Um, I was a farm boy. Grew up a farm boy um, from t- age 10 on, got into the insurance space, hated that, hated college, hated a job, hated having a boss. I was like, I want to go be an entrepreneur. So um, online marketing was the way that uh, kind of got me out of that and you know, through a tremendous amount of learning and growth and, and I don't know, p- pain and suffering I, to sound dramatic, but there was, there was a lot of pain, a lot of growth, a lot of failure um, that went into that, that ultimately led to this. But uh, after we kind of cracked the code, it's been, it's been awesome. We've been able to serve a lot of re- really cool people. And just one of the big things about me is that I try to focus on what matters and I try to focus on the things that actually move the needle. I don't want to be known as the fluff guy. I don't want to be known as the guy that overhyped things or oversold things. Like, no, this is what we get. This is what we do. And that's, I think, part of the reason I think we've been so successful with everything is that we don't, I don't know, we don't try to hype, we don't try to overset expectations. We set expectations that are reasonable and that are going to do awesome. And then we blow past those expectations and you know, it's worked really well. So that's kind of my, my nutshell of backstory and what I do about me. That's cool, man. <clears throat> you, thanks for sharing all that. that and you mentioned, um, and we're going to get into some of that in just a minute, but I, I'm curious to hear of, of one of those failures that if you have of one that, that comes to mind and you're like, this is one that taught me a lot. I think, so, so I think one of the big failures or one of the big things is like, um, you know, a lot of people in the online space do launches, right. And, and lo- launching an audience, launching an offer, launching something. And so, um, I'll back up. There's the first big offer that I ever did at birth big launch. Uh, I was new to the space. This was, I had a business partner at the time and we were launching an Instagram course. Now, let's start with the things we did right. We had a great offer. We had a great product, right? Like our Instagram course that we had, this is back when courses were first getting started. This was not a bad course. This was an amazing course. We spent months putting this together. We had already grown over a million followers on Instagram at the time. We had amazing results, amazing case studies. I mean, like it was great. And so we thought this is going to be awesome. We're going to crush it. We're going to make six figures. It's going to be awesome, right? And keep in mind, this is my first time into money. So like, $10,000 $10,000 for me is an astronomical amount of money. I made $25,000 a year before this, right? So like $100,000 in, in a launch is just this like, you know, huge, massive goal. It'd be like making a million or $2 million today, right? Um, and so, you know, we set, we set out and we're listening to Russell Brunson and he's like, dude, webinars are the key. That's how we do it. Webinar, I was like, all right, we're gonna do a webinar. Now, I had never done a webinar. My, my business partner, we had no idea what we were doing. So naturally, what do I do? 
we look up and we figure out who the best webinar person is and we get him on the phone and he's like, yes, I can do it for you. It's $25,000. And my jaw just dropped. I was like, what? 25 grand? But being the young, ambitious idiot that we, you know, we were back then, I was like, do we got like 12 grand in the bank? Let's ask him if he'll do half down. So he agrees. He's like, yep, we'll do half down. So we put literally, I think we, when we, we sent over the wire, I think we had like a thousand bucks left of all of our money. I mean, this was like every penny that we had, right. Um, that we were, you know, devoting and, and going all in on this. So like, it was a risk for sure. And that was only you know half, but in our mind, I was like, we're going to get so many people to this webinar. It's not going to matter. And so we go and we told our coach this, we're like, listen, we're going to have a thousand people at this webinar. And he goes, no, you won't. Everybody thinks that that's not how that works. And I was like, yes, we will. Like it, I promise you, like we know what we're doing when it comes to, you know, growth or whatever. He didn't believe us. And so we should, uh, the coach should not have took, taken us on as a client. We were not ready for it. We had no market. We had no understanding of this. We launched the webinar, 3000 people sign up, a thousand people show up, like literally on the live, we go live and there's that, this is my very first webinar. I'm like 22 years old. Right. I'm like, we're going to make so much money. Yeah. Right. So we go, I present whatever one person buys. Wow. One person. We get hundreds of emails and messages from people. F you, go to hell. That was the worst, biggest waste of my time. You scam artist, you piece of crap. But I mean, like, your career is over. I hope you die in hell. I mean, like, just like the cr craziest thing, right? And I'm like, I grew up on a farm, right? Like, everybody's pretty nice to everybody, right? Like, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, first real major experience of like online hate. And at that moment, like I thought, like I thought my life was over. Like I thought my, my internet marketing days were done. I cried myself to sleep that night. Uh, I remember laying on the floor, like throw, throwing a, a tennis ball at the ceiling and just like, like what, you know, what now, what next? Right. And so I learned a lot through that. We, you know, digging yourself out of that hole, having this expectation that, this is not only going to pay off the remaining $10,000 payment that you owe, but it's also actually it was $15,000 payment. I'm sorry, $15,000 payment that we owe, but it was going to make you an additional 80, 80, 90 grand. And you look at your bank and you go, Oh, we just made it $1,000. Sweet. You know what I mean? Like there, there's a lot to be learned from that. Oh, a hundred percent, man. That's like soul crushing at the time. Like, cause you, <clears throat> it, it is 100% and in some circles definitely conveyed as like, Hey, you can just do this, just show up and do it. And like, and, and if you don't, if you haven't thought it through <laughs> sometimes it, it's just not, not going to work out the way you thought. And like, it, there's a lot of things that go into it as you learn. So like, what did you, what did you do next? Just out of curiosity. Oh yeah. So, well, so I've always been someone that's just like, you know, if you make a mistake, you just don't up to the mistake. And the biggest thing was, is that people didn't find value in the webinar. Right. And so we, I, got on a Facebook live the next day. I had a Facebook group is where, you know, everyone knew us and from. And I was like, guys, I'm just gonna be honest with you. Like the webinar sucked. Clearly you guys hated it. And I'm really sorry. Like we know what we're doing with Instagram. Clearly we don't know what we're doing with webinars. Right. And, um, that spoke a lot. I mean, a lot of people resonated with that and that really saved my reputation, I, I think. Um, but I looked at that and I, I kind of went, and I think, I think my biggest takeaway from this entire thing is number one, like, you don't need to rush into things, right? Like first and foremost, like take the time to do things right. But like, secondly, even if you do everything right, we thought we did. Here we do. We hired a webinar coach. We had the best webinar coach we could find. We paid $25,000. Like how do you go wrong if you paid someone $25,000, right? Uh, 
even if everything goes wrong, like you still have a choice, right? Like you still have a choice of how you're gonna respond. Like I was, guys, I was broke at that point. And when I mean broke, I mean like, I'm looking at my bank account and I have a $15,000 payment left and I do not have $15,000 in the bank and I don't know where that's coming from, right? And I did not, like I had no clue how to make money at that point, right? Like I was learning, I was new. It was a very scary situation. But I got up and I did the next right thing and I said, all right, here's what we're gonna do. And so, you know, from that, you learn to deal with failure. You learn to be true to yourself. You learn to how you're going to react during a tough time. And for me, it was coming forward, rising to the occasion and saying, Hey, look, we messed up. I'm sorry. Right? Like, Oh, and, and we, we offered a completely free training after that. We said, we're going to do another training. We're not going to pitch you. There'll be, you know, there'll be no offer on it. We just want to earn our reputation back essentially. And, and we, we opened it up. And, and I think that that, I mean, there's still people to this day that follow me from that, that, that was like, and they've told me this, like, that was a defining moment of when I was like, okay, this guy's a little bit different, right? Okay. This guy's going to own up to his mistakes. It was a character move. Right. And it's in moments like that. And for a lot of people that's right now in their life, a lot of people that's coronavirus wrecked their life. Right. And it was like, now is that I've been there, right? Like, not with the coronavirus, but I've been back against the wall. What the frick am I going to do type deal and, and had to pull myself out of that. And that mentality that it, that it kind of builds into you, I think goes a long way. Yeah, man, I, I, I totally agree. And like that, that actually leads me into what I mainly wanted to talk to you about today is, is cause you, you do such a good job of this. And obviously with just what you told me there, but like, you know, if we're talking about building a, a personal brand and a following, like I, I, I'm not talking about like getting a ton of followers on Instagram or anything like that, like that, that sort of thing, but actual people who, you know, want to be behind you, like build becoming an attractive character and building community. Um, how, how do you get, how do you get better at that? As far as how, how to share who you are and come across authentically, or as far as just like the process of becoming that person? I think, I think the question is more about, yeah, just how, if, if you know, like, um, so the attractive character is, is something that's in, in Russell's books and we've all read right. those like that if you may, you may read that and think, Oh, that's, that's great. And that's awesome. Now I want to make sure that I become that in my business so that I'm bringing the right people in. How do you, how do you do that? So like the cliche short answer, but the answer that is the most truthful is you just go be yourself. And, and it sounds cliche. So let me, let me, let me bring some story and some context around this. Right. Um, I like flip-flops. That's all I wear. Right. And it's, I like backwards hats, right? It's kind of part of my brand. A lot of people told me, Josh, the fact that you like flip-flops, the fact that you talk about God, the fact that you wear a backwards hat, the fact that you is going to whatever, right? Cost you business, blah, 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 whatever. And I'm like, I don't care, right? And I don't care because that's, I'm not going to change who I am. Now, there are times obviously when the occasion calls for the exception, but like, I've come out in support of Donald Trump. Do you think that the, you think that played well with, with a lot of people in business? No, right? Like, but like, it's true to who I am. And so when you know who you are, and I think the reason that people have such a hard time when you just say, just be yourself is people don't know who they are. And I would challenge most of the listeners listening right now to ask yourself the question, who am I? And actually go and answer it because most people would never have. Most people actually don't know who they are. If you knew who you were, then it would be a lot easier for you to show up. So when I am creating a piece of content, 
I, I look at this and I go, what is the message that I'm trying to portray? Maybe I'm teaching how to launch a Facebook group. Maybe I'm teaching how to do sales. Maybe I'm teaching whatever, right? Insert your thing here. So you go, okay, that's the, that's the intention of what I'm trying to teach. But how you do that is you go through and you, you're genuinely yourself in it, right? And if you show up that way and you understand that the content that you create, and I think this is a big, a big thing as well because we're talking about in the online space, right? And the content that you create, like different content serves, serves different purposes. I, I don't create content for views. If I created content for views, my content would look radically different. I create content so that the people that know who I am can further know about me, right? Or about what I'm teaching. And so when I'm showing up to that, I'm like, I'm going to use my own unique stories. I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to be myself, but people don't want to share the dirty. People don't want to share the messy, right? And so they want to like make themselves look good. I'm like, today I just did an episode where I'm at in life and I shared, oh man, I want... I'm struggling with these relationships right now, right? Because I am and I'm working on it, right? And when you show up and you, you talked about how like I just talk to everybody all the time, right? Like when I'm at an event, I'll talk to you, anybody, it doesn't matter. And I'm going to be genuine and I'm going to tell you about my life and I'm going to own that. And so many people are afraid. They're afraid of their shortcomings. They're afraid of whatever. But when you own those shortcomings, when you are vulnerable about it, it builds this trust. And it's hard. It really, really is at the beginning to start doing it. But when you do it, you start to kind of figure out, okay, this is me, right? And people, the only reason I think, or not the only reason, one of the reasons I think people are afraid to be vulnerable is because they're afraid they're not, like, they don't know if they're going to be around in a while. Listen, I'm not going anywhere. Like, I don't, you don't have to watch my videos. I don't care if my videos get 10 million views or 100 views. I'm going to put out content, right? So since I'm going to be around, I know people are going to be able to see the progression. But a lot of people are like, if I don't get views, I'm going to stop. And I'm like, well, yeah, you're going to, struggle to create content your whole life. You're going to struggle to be vulnerable. Your whole, you're going to struggle for, because, because you're taking away that power because you're making the decision based on how somebody receives it rather than whether or not it's true to you. If you're someone that is not someone that puts out content and you don't want to be that person that puts out content, then don't. Find another way to go be successful. I think that putting out content is the best way to be successful, but that's for my type of personality. If you're not that person and you absolutely hate it and it would make you miserable for your entire life, then don't do it. And I think that's how you show up is like, know you, who you are, know your values. I don't cuss on camera, right? I'm religious and I talk about God. I'm not afraid to talk about it, right? I support Donald Trump, even through everything that's going on and some of the things, stupid stuff that he's done that I disagree with, right? I've been vocal about it, right? I, you know, like, I, I don't care about flashy cars and flashing money or like that's that's not really me, right? And so I'm true to myself about it. And if someone's like, well, I'm not going to follow you because of that, I go, okay. Like I, I, I think people forget for, that there's 7 billion people in the world, not 700, mm -hmm. right? Find your tribe, attract your tribe. Don't go try to convince somebody that you're something that you're not. There's somebody out there that's going to resonate with your message, but they're not going to if you're not true to yourself. Yeah, 100%. Sorry, that was a long answer. No, 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 that's perfect, man. I'm glad you went into all of that because I think, you know, we, first of all, that we are afraid to share things that are, are personal, that, that feel, it feels difficult it feel, because there's an immediate like, I am going to be judged by somebody else or, and it even comes down to the content or anything you're putting out. Like, what if somebody thinks that this sucks or what if somebody doesn't like this or the way I presented this? Like, who the heck cares, man? You, you, you have to do that. And if it doesn't resonate, then you make something else. Like I, I was, I was thinking about that yesterday, man. It's, it's, 
it's a never ending thing. And I, I, I'm, do you still, does that voice still come up for you or have you kind of plowed over it oh. enough that? <laughs> yeah, of course. Every day. Right. It's like, uh, man, but like, I don't like to be stressed. Right. And I was like, man, worrying about what other people think stresses me out. So I'm just going to not worry about it. I really believe that people overcomplicate life. I really, really believe, I think they, not even life, everything, but life in general, right? Like, just be like, oh, I'm stressed out because I'm worried about what other people are thinking about me. Why am I worried about what other people are thinking about me? Well, because I'm on social media all day. All right, well then I'm going to just cut out social media. Well, I can't do that. Well, why not? Well, because my life is on there. Okay, well then deal with the constant. You know what I mean? Like, like life is pretty much like, I'm good. If I do this, this happens. So if I don't want this, don't do this. But if I want to do this, then I'm going to have to deal. You know what I mean? Like just know and then decide and then deal with the consequences. And I think like whether it's money or success or whatever, it's like, well, I don't want to work 18 hours a day. Okay. Then don't, but I want to be rich. Okay. Well then work 18 hours a day. <laughs> well, but, but I don't have, I know there's a different way. Yeah. After you figure out how to make money, you don't have to work 18 hours a day. But if you want to be rich early and young and you want to have success fast, you have to put in the time. Like, you know what I mean? And so like, when it comes to like people judging me, I'm like, I don't like people judging me. And it's like, well, then don't look at, so, don't look at your views on social media. Just be true to yourself and put out content. And I'm like, okay. So my views have gone down in certain areas, but they've gone up in other areas. I mean, my podcast views aren't up, 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 up. My Instagram views are down, 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 down. Why? Well, because I, I shifted. I changed. When I grew that account originally, guess what? It was around a message that wasn't me. So now I've got to take the time to shift. And it might take a year before the Instagram kind of like people unfollow me and then people follow me and unfollow me. And it's going to, you know, do this thing, but eventually I'm going to come out to the other side, but people want it too fast. People want, they, they put their identity, they put their whatever in, in something outside of themselves. And it's like, when you do that, you literally give up your power. So just decide what you want, figure out a way to get there and then go, am I okay with the consequences or the results? If the answer is no, don't do them. If the answer is yes, do them. Change your actions and you'll get a different result. You know, and I think, you know, people just want to be out of pain. People don't like to be in pain. I'm just like, when there's pain, there's growth. Yeah, I totally agree, man. Um, and that, that makes me want to dig in further into the, in, into switching it up. Cause you, you drew, you, you brought up something really interesting is like when you start talking about different things and maybe it's even just being more yourself. Um, and it looks like you decided to do that in a big way and <laughs> you had to, uh, what, what is it, what does it look like to kind of course correct? Like when you go from being about all about one thing to, I'm, I don't want to be known for this. This is who I am. Uh, what does it look like to go through that transition? Um, it's really scary because like, you don't know what the other side looks like yet. Like, like think about it. So I recently traveled the world, right? I went to the, we were in the, we were in the Philippines and in the Philippines, there are just gorgeous mountains out there and waterfalls and, you know, cliff jumping or whatever. And we were up in this, uh, at this mountain, you like literally you climb up three sets of of waterfalls to get to the top. And at the top, there's like this swimming pool area. It's all natural. It's like not man-made at all. It's all in there and it's beautiful water. And then there's this cliff. I don't know. It's probably like 30, 40 feet up. I have no idea. Anyway, you can jump off of it. Well, you're supposed to have like a guide or two or a guy, but like whatever. Right. So we get up there and it's like, I've never jumped off of a cliff like this before. I don't know what that's like. Right. It's a scary feeling. And so you get up there and you're like, Oh man, 
right? And I stood up there for five, six, seven, eight minutes looking over that ledge. And I was like, ah. And then I took the jump. And I was terrified, terrified, terrified. And then I hit the water. Boom. And I was like, okay, now I know what that feels like. And then I did it five or six more times. I didn't even think about it. I just jumped and did and did and did. Why? Because now I knew that. Well, when you're shifting, it's that same thing. It's like, you don't know what it's like. It's scary. That's new. You've never done that before. You've never been that person before, right? So you're making this jump. And you know what? There's going to be people that criticize you. There's going to be people that say, don't jump. There's going to be people that say, play it safe. There's going to be people that say, ah, but like, stop listening to them. One of the things I think is interesting, and I I don't know if there's any truth to this or not, but something that I've thought about often is like, when we were created, I believe in God. So I believe that we were created by, by, by God, but whatever. The first mankind, we weren't designed to be able to be in touch with 7 billion people, right? Like that was not a thing. Like you had your, your close friends and your family. And that's about it. That's the only real people that you interacted with. But like now I have access to 6 billion people or 3 billion people. Right. And so it's like, now I literally can get inputs and interference from all these other people. Like that's not actually how we were designed. Right. Like we were designed to be like, okay, that's what I want to do. I'm going to go build that. I'm going to go do that thing. But now we're, we lose track of our goals. So we start looking elsewhere. And we go, well, yeah, but those are our potential customers. Well, yeah, but guess what? People were making money and people were getting customers long before the internet was around, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, use the internet for what it was designed to do. It was designed to be able to connect with people easier. It does not mean that we have to start listening to their opinion. And when you stop, like, like for example, like I'm, I'm pretty good friends with Steve Larson and I'm no Russell Brunson we're friends. We follow each other on Instagram. We talk, right? And people were like, Josh, Russell Brunson. Oh my gosh, how did you do that? I'm like... I was myself. And quite frankly, like, don't get me wrong. Russell's awesome. But like, if Russell tells me not to do something, I'm not going to listen to him. I'm going to do what, what I want to do. And what I think is right. Not what Russell thinks is right. Because Russell's doing his life and I'm doing my life. And you could be like, Josh, what are you talking about? It's Russell Brunson. And I'm like, and Russell Brunson ain't my dream customer, right? Russell Brunson isn't going to be, is not investing in my journey, right? Just like, and so when you have that tunnel-like vision and you go, okay, that's the impact that I want to have. That's what I'm trying to create. That's what I'm doing. And you have that crystal clear clarity. Now, if Russell comes into your life and goes, hey, let me help you get there, you go, I would love your help. I'd love your advice. But if Russell comes in and I'm obviously Russell would never do this. And it's like, don't do that. Come promote ClickFunnels instead. <laughs> A lot of people, if Russell were to say that though, would drop everything and go do what he says. And so at Think Different Theory, like the goal of Think Different Theory ultimately, right? Is I'm documenting my journey of life, but like I'm learning how to learn. I'm learning how to think. I'm learning how to document. I'm learning how to become a very smart person, right? Like that's my goal. But it's like my goal with the podcast is to teach other people how to do that to teach other people how to... I teach people how to build audiences. Why? Because I believe that if you know how to build an audience, then you can go get your message to the world. But first, you have to have a message. In order to have a message, you got to be able to learn how to think. You have to be able to learn how to make decisions. You have to be able to learn how to block all these things out. So what I do is I come in and I go, here's how to think. Here's how to make decisions. Here's how to be true to yourself. Here's what I've learned how to do, right? Let me make the mistakes. Let me share it with you. And now you go do it for yourself. And be true to whatever you is and then go build an audience around that. I love that. My audience is different than your audience. Even if we're selling the same thing. I have friends that sell the exact same service that I do. Radically different type of clientele. Why? Because our messages are different. Yeah. That's fascinating, man. And uh, thank you for sharing all that. That was, yeah, really, really solid. And it makes me want to dig in 
further to like what happens next. Like you said, you help people build audiences. Now I, I saw firsthand witnessed um, the launch you guys did with, with Brad and, and, and the, the guys over at Cashflow Tactics. And uh, I know you just did an episode about that. And like, so I know, I know that Facebook groups is a big part of that community building. Like how do you, how do you balance like here, come into my world and here's, here's this little group and we can be, be all together here. Um, and I'm also we're going to offer you something that's going to, you know, be extremely beneficial. Like what, what does that process look like? And when you're, when you're launching a group for somebody, one of the things you have to understand about people is that people don't, they have to have a reason to do things. And I think people forget that someone didn't show up to your group randomly. Why, why, like if you turn on the NFL network, why, why do you watch the NFL network? Yeah. To watch football. To, to watch football. You yeah, don't yeah. go to watch basketball. You go to watch football. Why do you turn on Sports Center To watch sports, right? I don't go to Sports Center to find out what Donald Trump said, right? Or what the president's, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like when I have an interest in NFL and then NFL comes along and it goes, buy NFL Game Pass. They know that there's a high likely chance that I might be an ideal customer if I'm, there, if I'm watching their network, right? Mm-hmm. What most people do when they launch groups or they launch podcasts or they launch whatever is they try to get the most amount of people possible. That is not what you want to do. Because if you're trying to get the most amount of people possible, you're getting the wrong type of person. Mm -hmm. So what you focus on is you focus on what is my right type of person. This is part of audience hacking, right? So first you figure out your message. That's step number one of audience hacking, right? The messaging which is step number one, consists of the who and the story that you're going to tell them and your big promise, right? Like that's kind of, like, those are the three parts of messaging. What's step number two of audience hacking? The second thing is I've got to figure out now that I know my who part of my messaging, I got to go figure out the location. I got to go figure out where they're at. Mm-hmm. So when I bring them into my world, they're there because they're interested in whatever it is that you're talking about. So if you offer social media marketing services or Facebook ad services or whatever you offer, they've come into your world. They're interested there is going to be a percentage of those people that are ready to take the next step. Mm -hmm. Those are the people that you're marketing to, right? And you're there to provide value to everybody, but that value is to get them the result. You're doing what you're doing because you run a business. (laughs) And so it's like, this is the goal. If If someone is like, Josh, I don't want you to pitch me all the time. You don't want them in your group anyway. If they're not interested in your services, you don't want them in your group anyway not because you don't care about them, not because you don't want to help them, but because the, the purpose of that group is not to be a charity. The purpose of that group is to say, this is what we're about. And this is what I'm selling you to get that result. And what you sell needs to be like, people are in one place and they want to get to another. Whenever we do sales, when we're on a sales call, we get them to admit where they are and where they want to be. And then we come in and fill the gap, right? Mm-hmm. That's what you do in the Facebook group. You're like, Hey, are you interested in this stuff? Come here, and that's what we talk about. Do you want to get to this result? Here's my offer. If you don't want that, okay, don't buy it from me. Yeah. I don't care. I'm not butthurt, right? But like, don't expect me not to sell you because that's literally what I do. And there's a lot of people out there that I'm doing a disservice to by not selling. Does that answer your question? Yeah, it totally answers it. I, I, I want, maybe we could, um, Maybe, maybe you could tell me a little bit more of, of what it looks like when like, so if, if, if I'm doing a launch and I get people in, what do I do? What do I do first to make sure that I don't fall into the, Hey, this is just a group where we hang out trap, you know, sell them something right away. Yeah. Like right away, like within the first two weeks, when we launched Brad's group, what do we do? Launch week. Next week was five day challenge, mm-hmm. five day challenge into a pitch. Because now you've set the expectation. Listen, 
people don't care. All Russell Brunson does is sell you, whether you realize it or not. Every single piece of content that Russell Brunson has pretty much ever created is designed to sell ClickFunnels. Fun convince you that ClickFunnels is amazing. Funnels is the answer. Funnels, 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 click funnels, funnels, everything from his the names of his podcast to the name, everything is about click funnels. But you find a lot of value in his content. Right? Yeah. So like be intentional about it. So if you launch a group, you say, hey, we're here to provide lots of value. You know the best way that I can provide value? The best way that I can provide value is give you the exact solution to the exact problem that you have. That's pretty valuable. If I were to come to you and say, listen, you're going to pay me $5,000 and I'm going to get you 100 new customers to your business and the average value of my, your customers is 1000 bucks, would you give me $5,000 if I gave you the exact solution from point A to point B, exactly what you needed to get 100 customers? Easy, yes. Yeah. 100%. And that's a win-win. So when someone comes into your world, say, hey, free content, you want to learn more about what we do? Here. And that's done through frameworks. So yeah. the content that you produce teaches frameworks, the framework set up for the sale, you sell them, and then you deliver that framework in a way that they can understand and go and get the result. That's perfect, man. I, I, I agree. I think, um, I think people are hesitant to sell for all the... P people are worried to sell because people don't believe in their product. That is why people are worried to sell. If yeah. you actually believe in your product, you would not wor be worried about selling at all. If you actually believe that you're... I boxed my coach this the other day. So I, I have a, a coach. I pay her... $5,000 per month, $60,000 per year, just to work on my mindset. All right. So I boxed her the other day. I said, one of the biggest things that you taught me was how my impact correlated with my product. And once I believed that my product directly related to impact, and that I believed in my product so strong, and I knew that people needed this, I had no problem whatsoever selling my product. And I believe me, I'm not cheap. Right. Yes. So, but I get results. And so I go, I absolutely know with all of my heart that I can get a result for somebody and that this will absolutely help them. Therefore, I'm going to do it. If you believe in your product, you'd sell all day long. Dude, yeah. that, that's all solid. I mean, I feel like we've taken a huge journey today of like talking about, um, you know, personal growth and rallying, rallying a tribe around, around that as you, you know, navigate the waters of becoming who you are and, and making cool, making good products that help people. Um, and I, I have a, one more question. Well, actually, two more questions here real quick. The first one just is, what are you, what are you curious about right now? Um, I'm curious about how to live a life as far disconnected from social media as possible while still maintaining a social media presence. That's one of the things I've been chewing on. Uh, the other one is like holistic type of medical healing, mm -hmm. but like more so not just for like sickness and stuff, but like more of like enhancements in the, my, like my mind, like are, like are psychedelics like a natural thing or are, do they yeah. actually hurt you? Do like how to expand my mental capacity the right way without, you know, using things that hurt my body, things like that. Um, and then also really just relationship building, honestly, how to, how to have better relationships in my life. So yeah. I would say those three things probably. Man, great things to be thinking about. I love all those things. Um, yeah. All right. So real quick, I know we're running up against time here, but I, I just wanted yeah, to yeah. see, you know, if, if you could leave some just parting guidance for everybody that maybe even go back and think about younger Josh who, you know, didn't know all of this was coming his way. <laughs> like what advice would you give knowing what you know now? I think know who you are. And, it, and like, I don't think people, when I say that, 
the, the problem with me saying that is people don't know, actually know what that means. If they actually knew what that meant, they would take that a lot more seriously. No, what I mean, like know your values, know what you stand for, know what you won't do and let those guide you through life. And when you know that, and when you know those things, it, it makes life a lot easier because you're not constantly going and fixing mistakes. I spent seven months learning about the mindset, my mindset. A large majority of those seven months was just going back and fixing stupid crap that I was holding me back from the next level, apologizing to people, right? Like swallowing my pride, going back and fixing issues. And when you're true to yourself, like I don't ever worry about putting out a piece of content that I might regret later because I just know that this, I, I'm just very much truly who I am right now. Mm-hmm. And when you're just super true to yourself right now, you, it takes away so much stress. It allows you to show up powerfully. So I'd say just like, first off and foremost, know yourself, know what you stand for, know your values and, and live in accordance with that. And the second thing is, is like, understand that you don't need anyone. Like you don't need approval from other people. And the second that you need approval from other people, you literally rob yourself of your power. It literally robs you of power. Um, so, and, and, and it, I don't mean that like, yeah, it takes away opportunity long-term. No, I mean like literally in the moment, right then and there has direct correlation of how your day, your life, your actual mental health, the opportunities that you go are directly impacted about how you show up to any given situ- situation. So like, don't, don't rely on somebody else's opinion or whatever, no matter what, um, make decisions powerfully follow through with them. And I think that your life will be a lot better and, and, and simplify things like don't overthink stuff. Just, I don't know. I, I said, I'd leave it at that. Dude, that's perfect, man. Thank you so much. And Josh, man, thank you so much for, for being here today. Like uh, everything was really, really, really solid. I'm excited for people to hear this. Is there, uh, is there anywhere you, where you'd like for people to go and find out more about you? Yeah. So thinkdifferenttheory.com um, is the best place for the podcast. Uh, we have over 200 episodes of the podcast on there. We've interviewed some sweet people on there. Russell Brunson's on there. Steve Larson's on there. Uh, we have a lot of fun people on there. Um, so that'd be the first one. Uh, and then if you want to get, I have an audience hacking uh, playbook that's coming out very soon. It's basically how we, you know, grow and manage 6 million followers, how we uh, launch six figure Facebook groups, all that. If you go to thinkdifferenttheory.com slash audience hacking, thinkdifferenttheory.com slash audience hacking, you can sign up for the, uh, for the wait list for that. Um, and there's a bunch of freebies on that there. We have a mindset guide, I have a sales guide for free. It's a bunch of free stuff over there. But thinkdifferenttheory.com is going to be a good starting place. Cool. All right, guys. Well, everybody go over to thinkdifferenttheory.com. It is, um, it's awesome. It's an awesome show, man. I'm so, uh, I'm glad we got to do this and I'll talk to you soon, brother. Absolutely, man. Thanks so much for having me on. Thanks, man. Awesome, Josh. Thank you so much again for, for being on, man. Um, yeah, there, there's, there's so much gold in there and I just appreciate you being open, man. Like, I, I think, um, it's really difficult to, uh, to do that. And you know, like no matter what your, beliefs are there are someone who has opposing beliefs so you know and i'm going to dig into this like towards towards the end of uh of the coaching session that we'll do you know on the third episode of this of this stack here but it's it's not easy <laughs> to believe in something um and, and no matter what that is um and, and but when we when you do and you stand up for whatever that is it rallies people behind you for sure um if you think about any cause ever you know 
people rally behind it because of the stories, because of belief. Um, and that is what we're working to form. That is what the attractive character is. So we're going to do a training about that in the coaching section of this, uh, of this stack. But after, right after this episode, I'm just going to review these notes, talk about, um, the, the big takeaways I had from this interview. Um, and, uh, then we'll dig right into the coaching session. Okay. But thank you guys so much for being here today. If you haven't already go to soldoutsecrets.com forward slash podcast. You can get the secret interviews there. Plus a couple bonus trainings that, uh, I haven't announced. So there's going to be some stuff in there that will be a surprise. So soldoutsecrets.com forward slash podcast. I can't wait to see you in there. Thank you so much for listening. If you're loving this show, please go rate and subscribe. That is the best way you can support um, the show right now. And uh, yeah, take a screenshot. Let me know that you're listening. It tag tag me on Instagram. I just love to connect with y'all. You know, it's not about anything else other than that. Like I wanna, I just want to connect with you and see that you're that you're enjoying the show. So, all right, this has been the Story Well Marketing Podcast. I love you guys. My name is Chris Creed, and I'll see you on the next episode.